one fund. On point for today and the expert to talk about it. This is the ETF of the week. Welcome to the ETF of the week where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, vice chairman at Vetify. And at vetify.com, you can find all the support you need to make yourself a savvy, smart, sound, and well-informed investor in exchange-traded funds. Tom Lydon, it is great to chat with you again. Great to talk to you. Thanks, Chuck. Your ETF of the week is... The Aberdeen Physical Precious Metal Basket Shares ETF, ticker symbol GLTR. Glitter, GLTR, the Aberdeen Physical Precious Metals Basket Shares ETF. So in this case, well, all that glitters is more than, than gold to some extent, but why is this shining to you right now? Well, you're right, Chuck. It is more than gold, and we'll talk a little bit about the portfolio construction in a bit. What's been interesting, as we're all looking at the Fed and the Fed action and what they're doing with interest rates, and we continue to see inflationary numbers higher than expected. At the same time, one thing that a lot of people were hoping for is with the Fed hiking interest rates that we would eventually see inflation numbers come down, and they have. But one thing that a lot of folks haven't talked about is, could we live with higher average inflation for an extended period of time? And the answer is yes. There are a lot of times in history where you look back where inflation might have run from 4 to 6% for a two or three year period of time. And actually, the market did quite well. So with that in mind, and the fact that gold and general precious metals are well off their highs, and with the ideas that we're going to continue to see inflation and may see inflationary numbers for a few years, it may be a good case to own a basket of metals, not just gold. So what this ETF owns is about 60% gold, 26% silver, but the remaining allocation is in platinum and palladium. And you and I have talked about this before, Chuck, all precious metals do not operate and perform the same way over time. It's a way to give you kind of a diversified allocation into precious metals at a time that we may continue to see inflationary numbers be greater than expected for the coming couple of years. Now, is that diversification in this fund enough to make it that you prefer it over funds where they're focused on gold or silver or what have you? And is that the play here? In other words, Obviously, if you've got no precious metals exposure, this might be something you want to look at. But if you already have some precious metals exposure and you've got one of the gold ETFs or something along those lines, do you add this for diversification purposes or do you replace what you've got because this is better diversified? Well, in general, they all tend to move in general the, the same direction. However, if you look at the underlying use, gold for the most part around the world still mostly is used in jewelry. There are a lot of, especially emerging market countries, that spend billions of dollars on gold every year. Silver, you can say to a certain degree, but there's an industrial demand for silver as well. And when you talk about industrial demand, yes, platinum, palladium, you think about things like catalytic converters, you think about the fact that right now, the average car on the road is the oldest it's ever been 
you know, averaging around 10 years. And eventually, if the economy comes in for a soft landing, we continue to see growth, there are going to be areas like the automotive industry where people are going to have to eventually get new cars. So it surely is a diversified play. And uh, Chuck, I'm also going to read your mind. When you look at this ETF, it is a trend following opportunity as well. So that is something also to consider because it does not perform exactly along the lines of gold itself. But a trend following opportunity means you're not buying this right now because it just went below its 200-day moving average. And it had been below for a while. It got above it at the end of 2022, was there until, uh, you know, not very long ago, last week and a half, two weeks, something along those lines. So are you waiting for this to cross? I mean, as long as this stays below, it's not in buying territory for you since it is a potential trend play? Yeah, this is definitely a tactical buy. When you look at opportunities out there, and even though consensus is that the Fed is going to be doing its job, we feel that it is doing its job, but it may not be getting an A-plus in doing its job, which means that it could do an okay job. Maybe it's getting a B-minus in fighting inflation, but just any sense of bringing inflation down is good. Is it going to be able to bring inflation down to the 2% level? Maybe not. If inflation remains around 4 to 5%, that's a good case for continued allocation into precious metals. And that's something to think about for your portfolio. But as we're pointing out here, it's a trend following opportunity. Trend following opportunity. How much of a portfolio do you let it become? Because when it comes to precious metals, the old rule was 10%. Keep 10% of your portfolio in gold. And then that stopped being the rule because gold sucked for so long that people couldn't maintain that sort of thing. And now it's a little more popular to say, well, maybe it's 5% or what have you. But with a trend following play, it can be a little bit different. So how much are you willing to let precious metals be of a portfolio? I would say, Chuck, 10 years ago, 10% allocation, 5 to 10% allocation in gold made sense. Today, and maybe with the proliferation of ETFs and the idea of alternative choices, where you can not just have gold as an alternative allocation in that 10%, but think about areas like energy or commodities that are all available within ETFs, I would say that's a proper allocation. However, if you're using it from a, not a allocation standpoint, but a trend following standpoint, using additional 10% to follow your trends might be something to think about. Look, there are a lot of people that are feeling, even though we've seen a bit of a rebound in equities, that we still might have a tougher road ahead. And if you do have a lot of cash on the sidelines and you want to be tactical in nature, this might be one of those opportunities to take advantage of. It is Glitter, G-L-T-R, the Aberdeen Physical Precious Metals Basket Shares ETF. Aberdeen, A-B-R-D-N. They don't believe in E's there, but metals they do believe in. The ETF of the week from Tom Lydon at Vetify. Tom, great stuff as always. Talk to you again soon. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me. You can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast by going to moneylifeshow.com or by searching for it any place you find your favorite podcasts. To learn more about 
Investing in exchange-traded funds, well, you should be searching around for better information at Vetify. It's Vetify.com. They're on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi. They've got everything you need in terms of research to be a savvy, smart ETF investor. And they're on Twitter at Vetify, at Veta underscore Fi. Tom Lydon, my guest, their vice chairman, he's on Twitter too. He is at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. If you don't like us or there's a problem, we'd love it if you tell us. But if you do like what we're doing here, please share it with a friend because we'd love to add them to our audience. And we'll see you back here next week. Until then, happy investing, everybody. Happy investing, everybody.